Yeah, but Donald Trump would be like, no, I helped you move. And he'd be like, no, you didn't, Donald. He's like, no, no, I did. And, and I never said I would help you move. He's like, yes, you did. <laughs> it's good because I did help you. Yeah, he's like, God. I never did say. And then I showed up and did help you. Like, Those things are wrong. See how great I am. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Hello and welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit Podcast. I am Crofton Steers, one of your three jovial co-hosts of this uh, auditory voyage through a random topic. I am the Bill S. Preston Esquire of this podcast. With me, as always, is Ted Theodore Logan of this podcast. I am talking about Michael Hodgins. Michael, welcome. Uh, Hey! Dude, is that is that accurate? I haven't seen <laughs> those movies in a long time. That's pretty ahead. close. And of course, our spirit guide, Rufus. I'm talking about Bo Schwartz. Bo, welcome. Thank you. Hello, uh, spirit guide Rufus. Don't know Rufus. <laughs> is that how that works? <laughs> He's the guy from the future who who likes their music. Yeah. George Carlin. Oh, Iconic. George Carlin. Yeah. Nice. Come on. You guys, you're letting me down. I was having a moment where I was confusing it with Quantum Leap. You know that guy that showed up with, uh, you know, oh, yeah. just, I, that's who I had in my mind. I'm like, it's the Quantum Leap guy, but no, uh, George I'm, Carlin. I'm not getting the reference, you guys. I'm sorry. You've never seen, you never seen Quantum no, Leap? No, I get, I've seen Quantum Leap. I don't know what the Rufus and, what did he call You've never seen theater? Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Uh, no, actually. Well, wow. really, that's why you don't get Bill it. Bill and Ted's. Excellent Adventure and Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, the video game, were all big parts of my childhood growing up. I'm and surprised. And just part of the general kind of pop culture of the era in which you grew up too, Bo, so I'm surprised those got I feel it. like I missed it. I feel like something about that movie, I, for whatever reason, it never found appealing. And then by the time it was later, I just, you know, didn't go back to it and... Yeah, it looks like... Wild um, Stallions! Looks like there's Woo! a... I'm culturally... Save the princesses! For a change, I'm the one that's culturally inept and not that. You know. For a change, yeah, it's, well, it's usually me who doesn't understand pop culture yeah, references. Yeah. That's sort of Mike's. That's sort of Mike's shtick. Well, I get. You know what? <laughs> Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is one of those movies, and that's due for a remake. I'm not saying that it deserves a remake. Mm. I'm not saying that movies should be remade. I'm just saying that Hollywood, by now, creatively bankrupt as it is, should be looking at it to relaunch because it was a success, right? Yeah, it's, well, they do, well, they do. yeah, they are becoming cyclical, but it's such a sad thing that that oh, is... Oh, I know, but don't you think it, it's like the amount of time that's passed, also preying on nostalgia of people like me? You don't uh, think they whoa, would whoa. do like a... If a story is really good, it's worth a retelling. That's okay. Uh, yeah, but you can just read. It's not like you rewrite Charles Dickens because it's a good book. You could still read it as it is. In the same way, you can still watch a movie that was good that was made in the 1980s or 90s and appreciate it. It doesn't have to be like, but we don't know who those celebrities are anymore. Let's get new celebrities. Well, I mean, some tellings are better than others, but I think there's room for. I mean, if you guys aren't watching the new Westworld, which was a Michael Crichton novel, and then. A movie, I believe, from the seventies that looks awful with Yul Brenner. You guys remember Yul Brenner? Yul Brenner. And awesome. now it's a pretty high end HBO television series 
No, I, I, I don't want to pay for HBO, so uh, I guess I'm missing out on oh, Westworld. Pick I it up understand on iTunes, or it'll probably be on the streaming service of some kind in the future if HBO ever decides to go outside of that uh, in their own Never environment. Probably not, but, but it's good. Do what I'm, the with... point we're missing, Crofton, you're derailing my point. Is that no? I get your a point. A retelling some of a story can be better, and you know we shouldn't let our feelings about shitty remakes flavor the future of potential it's filled with it i do i one thing i will say and i'm almost selling myself on a bill and ted remake is that because of the time traveling nature of the show it could exist in the same canon as the original bill and ted they could even go back to the circle k and see bill and ted and like some cg creation that's supposed to be dead george carlin or something like that and and it could all work in canon oh man that would be amazing well <laughs> I just want uh, we can talk I'm sure more about Bill and Ted's excellent adventure I just thought that I'd mention just because I've done this once or twice before but I'm on a trip right now I'm in British Columbia and still oh, yeah. doing the show so how so so you're saying it's cold as all get out it's there. it's it's really cold I came to a conclusion about uh, well it's more like a broad conclusion but skiing tipped me off about it so like I like skiing I might have mentioned before I liked skiing uh, and and I come on the ski trips now and then, you know, you know, and I always look forward to them. And I and I, you know, I come, I fly out and looking for, you know, fresh powder snow to ski in. And then I re- had this realization where, um, it's like the what I'm really after is the idea of skiing, much more so than the reality. And I think that this is true of many things that the idea of something, uh, often either ruins the reality of it or just is not compatible with the reality of it. So I have this idea of skiing as being like, oh yeah, there's this deep powder snow and you're going through it. But the reality is it's really cold. Often you're uncomfortable. You're waiting in massive lineups. There's a thousands of people trying to get at the good snow. So you're skiing in crappy conditions and over bumps. And I feel like so 95% of the time, what I want isn't what I get. And I think it's the conflict between the idea of skiing that exists in my mind that I'm chasing and the reality is almost never that. And I'm like, ah, and that's true. I think a lot of things, but I'm trying to be like, remember that brain. Remember that. You don't have to spend all this money on a trip. There is no, it's true. You have like an idyllic perception of, of what, what you want it, want it to be. And I'll be honest. I, my, I realized in the past couple of years, I've had a really complicated relationship mentally with skiing where it was something that was a really big part of my youth where my two brothers went into hockey and I was much more into skiing and I did like ski racing as a kid. And there was a lot that was like, it was a, a lot of it was pushed on me more than I wanted to. Cause you want your kids to partake in activities. I wasn't necessarily enjoying it as much as I probably should have and then as I was growing up like all my friends and my brother got really into it and and I kept feeling like I had to do it and on the machismo episode I know I talked about how I felt that like I felt there was a certain amount of pressure or macho-ness of like going down these tough runs or or doing backcountry or doing this sort of thing and I would feel bad when I when I you know when I didn't do it and then the past couple of years I've skied probably less than I have my entire life but i appreciate it generally when i go more part part of that has to do with the fact that i'm taking care of a toddler all the time and mm. enjoy just having the breaks but the other part is just i'm like i put less pressure on myself to to you know i go down the runs i want if it's a blue square you know 
uh, so be it or whatever. If it's not that long, if my legs are pooched at the end, like maybe I'll take a break and I don't mind so much. I don't mind if every the whole posse goes down a tough hill and I go down a, a less tough hill. And that stuff used to bother me mentally. So I think it's about how you approach these things. Like yeah, well, and and you're definitely right about the machismo, and it made me think about because even out in the west of Canada, it's like layered on thick machismo is big big out here i find and, and it definitely kind of irks me sometimes so i'm i'm getting more in line with you croft and just being like yeah tired of trying to like keep up and i like those tough runs but sometimes uh, sometimes i don't you know so i'm trying to be like yeah you know what what do i like about this and just try to like focus on that and stop trying to because you like adventure is it more the adventure of the thing than the skiing well, well, yes, I, I do, and and then again, this is the again the idea of something not matching up with the reality of it. So the reality is like you're mostly just waiting in lines. I hate waiting in lines. I hate it. But when you go skiing at a ski resort, you're gonna wait in line a lot. <laughs> it's not much more than you're gonna ski probably, and that's frustrating. So it's one of those things where I think I just need to reevaluate a little bit, and um, and in some ways I used to always like poo-poo the little ski resorts that I grew up skiing, but in some ways there there's something things that are good about them um there there's less machismo because it's a little mountain um there's the the lifts are less long because they're short hills you know there's some advantages to them well i always thought see with regards to the lines i always thought that was the worst part of like when i was growing up because we'd ski on these little hills and it took like i would time sometimes and i would go pretty much bomb down the run or or go straight down take me like a minute from top to bottom or a minute 10 or something and meanwhile, I'm in the like just the lifts going up. If there were no line, took you 20 minutes. And if there was a line, which was often, um, especially on weekends, like it could take you like, you know, 45 minutes to do a run of which a minute of that was skiing, you know. And like I found that's that's why going to the bigger resorts held a certain appeal to me because you spent less time in those lines hopefully hmm. that can that can be true and they're you know big mountains are definitely fun i'm not saying they're not but uh in any case i don't want to you know we've eaten enough time on this up but yeah, uh i would like, like the, to just the, say to for her, non-skiing people this this preamble to the show was like a line oh, yeah. that they had to wait in to get to the main no I, I think i think if you have a broad mind and aren't narrowly focused on skiing you can sort of appreciate the concept of like growing up with certain interest or like being focused on a certain interest and then maturing and seeing like seeing the negatives being aware of the negatives and like approaching it differently i think it applies to almost anything especially there's so many interests like people are thrown into violin lessons or are passionate about something as a kid and then they lose their love of that thing or or start seeing the warts a lot more i i think that's important to yeah and I, I think as I get older, I also, you know, back to that, it's like the, the idea of something is not often the reality. And I think we spend a lot of time kind of meshing these things together, like, oh, it's like this. And then you do it and it's like, it's not quite how you think it is, but you still hold on to that idea and focus on it. But so um, I had to spend a lot of money to get the uh, random topic generator checked on the airplane, but I did it. Oh, my uh, God. And, uh, you really? You brought it with you? 
Yeah, it's you, out here. I was just going to say, maybe there was like a site that would generate a random number for no, us. No, no, I brought the machine. I had We had to rent an extra big vehicle, but i just wow, like to send a shout, out to, a shout out to our Patreon supporters because with their generous support, <laughs> I was able to, you know, pay the extra baggage fee. So wow, thanks. Wow, uh, let's put Patreon. that money to good use. I'm always pitching it like it, it's server cost. Like, help us pay for the web hosting so we can keep the show on the air. And I was like, there's a little bit extra left over. That's good. We found a use for it. Putting it to yeah, good work. Like it, All right. it would have been probably a lot easier to just get, bring it to one of your guys' houses. But yeah, you know. I know, and I know that's what people are thinking. Couldn't you have just given it to one of us? And you know, probably yes. Yeah. But it's, it is a complicated machine, and you guys are kind of incompetent with mechanical devices. So I didn't want you to break it. Okay. Well, um, do you have it near where it, you know the sound can show? Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm oh, ready. There, I'm ready to there pull. Goes. It's pull. Pull. Get it going. There it's going. Oh my god, it sounds as healthy as ever. Great. And the air must be cleaner over there. You're not like coughing or anything. That's hmm. And there's the ding. <coughs> oh, bit of coughing. <coughs> I was Fresh mountain my... air. Mm-mm-mm. <coughs> and this motel room doesn't actually have a good ventilation, so that was uh it's pretty domed in here now. I hope your little okay, guy's the... in there. Uh, the topic today, oh, this is a um, timely one. It's daylight savings time. Oh, sweet. Oh, how just, timely is that? It's just, when when did that? It was only a couple weeks ago. The daylight I've already forgotten. This is this is the problem with daylight savings time is I never know when it's coming, so it's always a surprise. And then, well, I guess that's the problem. I mean, I've already forgotten about it. It's, <laughs> it's so inconsequential. Except well, it, it messes up two say, days of your year. But how can you forget about it when you leave work and it's pitch black outside and you're like, why well, is it dark so early okay. in the evening? I guess I'm aware of it. Like, it's, But like, I don't think about when it is or what it is. It's just like, because you get to this point where you're like, well, I guess that's the way the world is. Uh, so, you know, just got to live with it. Well, it's funny because daylight savings time is... is um regionalized or like certain certain countries certain areas abide by it others don't like in canada i think there are provinces that wholesale don't do it um and uh saskatchewan does not yeah saskatchewan doesn't screw you saskatchewan but but uh the thing about that i'd say this is one of the few places that saskatchewan is a leader yeah yeah i'm sorry saskatchewan i'm on board with that so the concept of like the concept of daylight savings time really is uh, the is it a bias towards early risers? Is that the deal? Because the the thing is, when it happens, it means uh, generally you're going to get more light in the morning, and the sun's going to going to go down later in uh, in the evening, isn't that? It's everything's bumped up two hours during the 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 uh, winter period when days are shorter so but i've also heard tell that that the daylight savings time is the is the time in the summer like that's daylight savings time and then it reverts to normal time which is the it gets dark early at least the more north you are um and i, I don't know if that's accurate or not because to me that seems backwards but yeah there's I, tons I have, of daylight in the summer why would you need to save it you need to save I it in the winter yeah well yeah, i agree i have her i have i think you're right uh, about the bias towards early risers. And I have heard, and I don't know if this is true, because uh, I don't know what source I heard it from, but I'm just going to say it. Uh, the daylight savings time was a, was a you know, Benjamin Franklin. Uh, 
prominent uh, American <laughs> no of the um, uh, what would you call it? What period was that? The uh, Revolutionary period in the United States. Sure. Anyways, he was a big proponent of daylight savings time because he was an extremely early riser, and at the time they used oil uh, to light, you know, to for lighting, and he would have to put on oil early in the morning so he could read or write or do whatever he needed to do and he thought what a waste of oil um and i thought and i'd heard that so, so he was like if we move that time back we'll save um all all this energy all this oil uh if if we just have daylight and i and i have heard that elsewhere that that it's 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 an energy-based thing like that if that, that when you do like daylight savings time you'll use less energy because you'll have light uh in times when you might not otherwise use it but i'm i think that that can't be true anymore because people come on people have lights on all the time morning nights like we use energy fairly consistently i doubt that hour is really putting a dent I mean, in most people's well, like not I only can... that but the work schedule like people's work habits are different like there weren't very many 24-hour like call centers or production lines back then so it, we so... don't need it for that either right yeah and i i think that the the concept of um uh, what what makes it interesting to me is it reflects the fact that time is uh, in many ways, or like the recording of time, is a man is a man made construct, in and that we can change the rules of it to a certain extent as we see fit. Like, oh, it's two o'clock. Well, now two o'clock is two hours earlier. And uh, I find that kind of interesting because, I mean, it makes you realize that you can question the the rules of the game in many ways and, and say like, okay, like Benjamin Franklin, great forward thinker, you know, if this was, if he was like, hey, you know what, it it would make it a lot easier on my oil bill if the day started at a different time. You know what, let's just do that. Um, I think that that's, I think that's kind of cool. Uh, and, and interesting, but now in our society of like electricity, um, uh, variable uh, scheduling, uh, work hours at, at, at different points, it really just feels like a, a leftover from another time period that kind of benefits in the winter at least. Because in Canada, uh, where we are, to, to for for those you know listening, I, I'm not sure if. It's the same everywhere. Like I, I know the 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 daylight schedules are different, but like we're we're pretty much in darkness in the winter at four o'clock in the afternoon, um, and uh, and then and in that's like with the daylight savings time, which where where the times moved up. Whereas if it never happened, we would probably only be in darkness at like five o'clock, and um, and, that's and a big that's a big difference, you know. It is it is a big difference. I'm just saying it's like. For somebody like me that is less of an early riser and more of a after you know evening person, I would rather have the light at the tail end of the day. But it seems like oh no, it's for it's for morning folks or or people who are like that's that's my sort of begrudging. Well, if it worked the other way, maybe I would like it more. But hmm. it's it's also like you know if you live in um you know the northern hemisphere farther north or or farther south in the southern hemisphere i mean at some you're gonna have shorter days at some point in the year like you're not gonna get around it so i just find the whole notion of like why you shift it like so somebody is gonna have to spend more time in darkness than the other whether it's the early riser or the late riser because uh, that's, that's just the nature of if you live closer to the poles so 
why shifting in an hour? It does so little too. Like that, like you were saying that that like you know it, it gets dark at four. Well, it'd be like five. You know when we're near the solstice. And I agree. Like I think that hour would make a big difference uh, because I'm like you. You know I'm not getting up that that early, so I, I would prefer it. But but that extra hour, it's it's like it seems like minute to the point. Like what are you really gaining from moving that thing? And it's still the days are still shorter. The 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 daylight is still short. So that hour shift to me is basically irrelevant. Like when you have it in the morning, you have it in the night, it's shorter. Who cares when it is? Uh, like it re- I just really think that the having everybody set their clocks back in a whole country, and for sure this still continues to make people miss appointments and be late for things because someone didn't get the memo or whatever. It's just like, what's the point? Like, it seems, and I agree with Crom, I think it is from a, a bygone era, really. And just like, why do we continue doing this? It just seems like it's a pointless convention. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Is it that we're, is it is it a cultural thing? Is it have to do with the business of the world? Like, how many operating systems do we have to fix because of daylight savings? Maybe it's very little. Like, how much... How much of our infrastructure is invested in in the daylight savings, or is it just cultural? Like the same reason why marijuana is you know still not legal, same reason why it's so people are it's so the law is so resistant to move on gay marriage in many places. Like daylight savings, it's kind of like a non problem. Like, is it really hurting anybody? No. So wouldn't we be better putting our resources elsewhere to fix other problems? Probably. And do some but people those... still value it? I'm sure. <laughs> and does but it see... cost money to change? And it's like, well, let's just do something else. Like, I think collectively it's kind of like, we hate it, but whatever. I don't know if there's like a, a lobby for daylight. Like, are there daylight savings timer people committee? So, so like, I'll look this up. I, I wonder. I'm, curi- so, I'm curious about that. And, like, so who, he... who are the people that keep this, you know, keep it going? So he let, but both did lump them in with two other things that were, um, like in terms of the legalization of marijuana and gay marriage that are completely different in the sense that they're ideologically based. Like, and for Bo, it's it's evident that they're like innocuous and it's the way forward. But I can understand opposition to both those things. One for like religious and cultural, one for like maybe anti-crime or fear of drugs, all those sort of things. It makes sense why there would be big resistance to those things. Daylight savings time? I do not understand what the res- – like why, why – and, and it will be interesting to see if they pull up some sort of daylight savings time or thing because – for me, from a pet peeve perspective, I didn't really give a shit about daylight savings time until I had a toddler. And now I'm like, this thing screws with my life. Because for those of you who don't have toddlers or little children, let me tell you, they like their routine. Everything is kind of like planned upon routine. You know, naps happen at a certain time, uh, night times at a certain time, all that sort of stuff. And then now that's all screwed up. Like, and it takes a while. Like, I'm 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 over daylight savings, and so is my toddler. She's adjusted, but it took a while, and it was a miserable while, and th- th- it's a lot of pain for little. Well, yeah, and game. but you you raised kind of an interesting point. I mean, I also have a toddler, and it was also annoying how clearly you know you can't tell a toddler oh you get to sleep in or you get to get up early this one day for no reason, but it does. It also is like we all have our circadian rhythms, right? 
and and yes, you can you can adjust them as we all do at daylight savings times twice a year. You get to sleep and you get to get up early. But but like you know, I get in a routine where I, I tend to go to bed around X time and I get up roughly the same time. And most people have a kind of rhythm that they follow throughout the day. So why? But shifting at that hour, it definitely does affect affect you for a few days, anyways. To be like, oh, I have to get up earlier and you feel like it because your normal ri- so you're right about like toddlers are very routine based but we all have our rhythms and then just like why are we messing with them like you know if everyone's already in a, in a rhythm of their own based on the, the 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 time frame we've all agreed to at the moment to the twice a year be like eh, we're just gonna shift it and everyone's like oh okay and you're and are kind of screwed up for a little bit but they get over it like why do we do this to ourselves again the the benefit i mean it seems like we're really crapping on it here i just really don't see uh, the benefit, and uh, I've also heard farmers say that oh, farmers, you know, get get a lot out of the the daylight saving time. But I would be like, in in this country, anyways, like when it comes into effect, no one's really farming anymore. It's it's getting cold outside. Like you've you've probably got your harvest in. Like, do you really need that extra morning light time? And 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 if the time didn't sh- change, wouldn't you, would you Josh, just wake up earlier to get the light? Like I really see like the time element so, of it so- seems. So we're currently Weird. we're currently in savings now, right? No, I think we're in normal in theory. See, nobody even knows. For, for I don't know. Sakes, what the hell is? <laughs> why, why do we bother with this shit? Because I'm operating on the theory that I get an extra hour of daylight per day, but I, I'm not a hundred percent sure that we would get less. No, like, you you do not get any more. It just it, all it is sorry. is it's shifted during the time. That's what I mean. I because listen, the, the way this personally affects me is I leave my office from work at five, and it is pitch black out, and I hate it. Now I know it's only an hour. It would be six. At least I think I know. Not it wouldn't be earlier. It would be six that it would get dark, right? Yes. Why do I, we do this? Would it be? <laughs> It's yes. Not well, four. well, that's what we I'm asking. Kept, did, did it, does if, it, which way does the shift go? <laughs> the shift. Well, I, okay. I've heard it, it's the summertime that's daylight savings. savings. This is one of these times where we should just Google it to find out. But uh, you yeah. know that kind of contravenes the tenets of our show. But whatever. We're really can uneducated. I, can, right can I tell you one other thing that pisses me off about daylight savings? <laughs> We're clearly not liking daylight savings. Buddy. Okay. You, do you know when it? Do you know when it's triggered? Okay. In, in a day. In the morning. Two at two in the morning yeah. why well, why not midnight you have a 24 hour clock why why do you make it change i, I think they the feel morning? like i feel like they, they feel like a lot of people are kind of up around midnight but two two most people are asleep so it's not going to okay. affect you as much i, I found ah. i started looking some stuff up just for the purpose of our conversation a bit so random i'm not reading a lot but we do have one advocate uh, winston churchill a very relevant figure in our day and <laughs> <laughs> he well, says, he's long like, dead, oh, not our the, the opportunity or the opportunities for the pursuit of health and happiness among the millions of people who live in this country it, it enlarges it sorry i missed the first two words it enlarges the opportunities for the pursuit of health and happiness daylight savings does yep he's quoted as having said how well first of all again that might have been in an era where the cost of, of churchill's still light- relevant <laughs> <laughs> like you, the things he says has so much impact on on. You realize it was like world. He was like prominent in World War. Anyways, I know two, who he like, is. I'm being, okay, day. it's a joke. Like I guess you, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, be, I'm but, being funny. <laughs> but see, 
see, it's funny. I, part of this makes me think like how it would be interesting to to because uh, Donald Trump obviously being recently elected, running on issues that nobody even thought about beforehand or or didn't care that much about, uh, like building a wall between Mexico. I, I was just wondering if if you just sort of picked a bunch of random bullshitty issues, and and said like. You know, I'm running as a candidate for against daylight savings time and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Pick another a bunch of other innocuous or little annoyances that, that I wonder if you could you could build a campaign on that uh, and people would get because people can understand how annoying uh, daylight savings time is. And I understand like early risers saying, oh, yes, it enlarges the time that we have. But aside from like a bias of it gives me more light during the time that I'm awake, a selfishly thing, I don't I don't understand the, um, the positive gain. And I definitely do from a historical context, like just Mike's Benjamin Franklin oil analogy is a fine one. But like since in in this day and age, it really seems like a, a holdover, and it's not like it's not like we're we're not doing anything. We're actively doing something. So like the holdover is actively every year yeah. we change the time twice a year. Whereas if the the easier thing would to do would be not to do anything. Yes, we could easily do nothing. And yes, exactly. Would we not? To, but we've invested in like I I even the financials behind it. I'd be curious. Like there's got to be a cost associated to society wide change the time twice a year. Well, like, and, and and again, I think it used to be argued that there was a benefit in that there would be cost savings. But I I really think with the way things are these days, businesses are open late. You know, I, I really doubt it would have much impact on it. But it's also like just the whole, the whole like, so I agree totally. It's like we just, we could just do nothing instead of doing the thing. But also that it's it's only, it's like a trick. It's like a stupid trick of your mind, uh, trying to trick your mind and be like, oh, there's more light. Because as I, you know, I said earlier, like there is no difference. Like, <laughs> like changing the clock, it doesn't make there be more light. There's still only X amount of light based on the time of year. You moving the, the right. time doesn't change it. All right. I, like, I have it, it though. I, I have what the problem is. I've centered in on what the problem is with daylight. And again, I know this is not what we like to do on Good, Bad, or Bullshit, but in the little excerpt that I found funny. You asked the internet, Bo. You're no, but it's the Wikipedia page. It's a reliable source, I think. Reliable-ish. Um, in 2001, there was a declaration by Russia that it would not turn its clocks back. And they'd they'd stay in daylight savings time. All year long, which I also find weird. But anyways, uh, in 2014, they reverted the change because of widespread complaints of wintertime mourning. This is, this is, so first of all, it's funny that they actually tried to do this for three years. And it's funny that people were complaining about the mornings. I think all of us on the show probably wouldn't pick at the fa that fact of the morning. Like we'd be okay with it. But I think the thing is it has to do with the work day. And it's not the topic of today's show. But keep in mind that we work eight-hour days, five days a week, even if you know if we're not farmers or doing something a little more natural from whence this might have came in terms of industry, is that we have an, we drive cars. It's maybe an hour of travel time average. What's the average travel time for all the people in Canada that get to work every day and back and forth? People have to get up. We have this long work, long-ass fucking work day. 
Like that's why you know if people, but, but, but it's still, like if again, we would it reduce change anything if we it would, just it's like as we keep no, saying do you want the light in the morning it does or do you want but, it at night but it does because it doesn't because on a day on a weekend day on a leisure day I don't think it affects you as as it does on an industry day I think I think like I know and I know I'm a bad example but a day I don't have to go to work I don't need to be up at the crack of seven o'clock or whatever and look out the window, I can be like, well, it's still dark out. I'll stay in a bit. So if our work days were not as long, maybe this would not be an issue because we'd be like, but well, like, I don't have to be anywhere too quickly. I still so think it's that that's, fine. That that's a non-issue to be like, oh, people are complaining about. And again, I, I think Grofton hit it on the head earlier. The It's a bias and it favors people who are who tend to be up or complaining about the morning. But a lot what of people about, are up in the morning to work, right? What about all the people who complain about the evening? Because I complain about the evenings. I hate leaving work and it being black. And I feel like if it was just, Whoa. if the sun was going to set in a half an hour after I left work, I'd prefer that to it being blackout. And I also think that it's like, if you're up in the morning and it's dark, like what you have to look forward to, like, so you're going to work, uh, you know, the sun's going to come up. Like you're, you're, you're going towards having light. But if you leave work and it's already dark, well, that's it. There's nothing. You're just in the dark, you know, instead of enjoying a little bit of sunlight before it's over. So I feel like favoring the morning well, is I'm, like. Well, I'm with you there. Kind of so, so, so maybe our ideal thing is, you know, a six hour workday, five hour workday, and that way there's plenty of sun to be had. And, and I, think, I think it would put I it guess. in perspective like, like, really, what we need to do is ask someone who lives in the proper north. Like, if you live in, like, you know, uh, in the Yukon or Northwest ter- Territories or, or Nunavut in Canada, yeah. where you might get down to three hours of light a day, they're probably like, you know what? Who cares? Like, you're not getting any light in the morning. You're not getting any <laughs> light in the evening. It's like, that's just what t- the time of year it is, right? It's just, there's not much light. Whether you shift that eight-hour workday means nothing mm-hmm. uh, because that's the reality of it, is this doing this is just a stupid way to try to trick ourselves, but it doesn't work because the it's the the angle of the earth relative to its uh, position around the sun is what determines how much light there is, not what you set your clock to. So it's not changing but, anything. It's just... Wait, here, here's one thing, though, is that we're all we're all a little bit like in an echo chamber in the sense that we all have similar rhythms. Uh, well, you know, Bo has no similar rhythms to any man, but like Mike and I have similar rhythms. It, but there okay. is there is a seasonal affective disorder, sad whatever it's whatever the full thing is, that where people get depressed in the winters uh, all over, but especially in Canada, um, and uh, due to you know due to lack of sunlight, and there's lots of reasons, and definitely office work and different things like that are are are, are also to blame. But if like from an impartial point of view selfishly i don't you know i don't like daylight savings time but if you came at me with statistics and you said okay because february is a month that's high in suicides uh in the in this country and one of the reasons is because it has not much sunlight it's a lot of winter um and you know there's obviously much more complicated reasons to individuals taking their own lives but it just has higher than normal statistics so if you told me hey look if you change the daylight, the time by like an hour this way, you know, we've done studies and it it shows that it's going to reduce levels of like this seasonal disorder by, you know, 13%. And, you know, there could be a lot of people that won't off themselves. Um, and, and 
there's like scientific backing to that. Well, then I'd have to be like, well, you know what? That even though selfishly it doesn't suit me, maybe maybe there is some some merit. So I don't know. Like maybe there maybe there has been some research done that shows like that it is better this way in terms of keeping people happier and all that during the winter. And I just happen to be not one of those people that is benefiting. But the... I, I would still like, I would be like, I mean, you know, if I saw that research, but again, I, there's no evidence that it has been done, uh, then I would maybe be convinced. But again, I would still state, restate the fact that like the, the amount of hours of light is determined by something we cannot control. So if that's what's causing someone's depression, whether you change the clock or not, doesn't make there be more light. And so so it's like, again, I think it's just a psychological thing, but I don't even think it's an effective one because it's not changing the reality you have to deal with. And it's interesting where I am right now, which is in the mountains and more north than we normally are. I'm definitely noticing that it's a lot the days a lot shorter here even it's like because not only is the sun have to get over the mountain but we're higher latitude so like man it's dark a lot like when we get up every morning to go skiing it's it's blackout and then it gets light and then you're done and like the sun's pretty much gone and you're like wow the the day is short that's just is what it is right whether mm-hmm. i change my clock or not doesn't make it be any different so i just anyways i i mean i'm ready to say something about this because i don't know how much we're gonna rehash the same yeah, thing it's not like we're guys... delivering some sort of historical lesson on it we're just sharing our opinions i feel like I yeah well and clearly forever. they're generally not favorable I that's don't know good how that's i think we're at a good time let's roll out verdicts here uh let's bring in the the animals and let's uh put a what do they say a stamp on it uh let's put a a bow on it a bow oh yeah we'll put a bow shorts on it let's do this all right here they come Order in the court. All right, it's verdict time. Who would like to take? The... I'll go first. All right, as, as the official host of this episode, the Bill S. Preston, <laughs> I feel like I should okay. layeth down the smack on on uh, daylight savings time. Now, here's the thing: when we when we conceived of this show, um, I think the three of us part partly in our minds we wanted to have discussions and stuff but i think we all had little things that we wanted to rant about little annoyances seinfeldian if you will uh, in nature where where a show like good bad or bullshit that has like you know the word bullshit in the name where you're sort of complaining about things and wanting to be like ah why is this like this it's so dumb and blah 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 this was one of those topics i think that I thought of when we conceived this show in terms of like frustrations that I could air. And I've aired a lot of them over the course of the show. I, I don't, I don't really think that there's in anything here that convinces me that daylight savings is bad. Like it, the most you could argue is it's a useless exercise that is kind of maybe lightly negatively impacts my life on an annual basis due to having a toddler. But aside from that, mostly daylight savings is a bullshit thing. And that's why I am going to have to say that daylight savings is bullshit. All right. Uh, That's one. That's one turd out. All right. I will. I'll go next. (laughs) All right. You go. Um, and again, this is kind of like going with, with my gut, uh, which, and, and so I'm going to, I'll just say it right now. 
daylight savings time is bad. Bad. Alright. I'm going full I'm going full and bad with this one because yeah, like like yes it's it's innocuous. Uh is it killing anyone? No. Uh but it's just like but also I, I think I'd like to lump in it's it's it just seems to me that it's it's stupid. It's stupid is what I is what I just think. I think it's people fooling themselves but not even doing a good job fooling themselves. And I think if we have policy, international policy, which is stupid and pointless that's more than just bullshit that's bad like we should not waste our time with stuff like this i mean i know that no, no one's dying uh but it's still to me if you have governments doing stupid things as a matter of of, of policy and forcing mi- hundreds of mil- billions of people to do even though it's a minor annoyance to do this thing which serves no purpose that's a bad thing and like and get rid of it and move on and let's just forget it ever existed and let's pick the time let's why don't we just split the difference put it back half an hour and then just leave it <laughs> we don't have to do the hour before the hour back let's just make it a half an hour difference and that's the new time and let's get on with our lives already all right that's all i have to say okay man he's get, i feel like he's getting crankier and crankier with every episode crofton it's just, it's going to be great. When we get to episode 1,000, Mike, it's going to be just incredible. Also, thing. I just remember that I was outside all day in minus 25 weather, so I'm probably crankier because of that, too. Yeah. It's really cold today. And you're like, if there's one thing I could wish for, it's an hour more of sunlight, not heat. <laughs> By episode 1,000, it'll be like, the topic will be like love and happiness, and Mike will be like, it's awful, it's bad, I hate it. Nobody needs Stop. that. You no, can't, you know, you can't okay, put that okay, on a frying pan. In my own defense... I'm going to jump in here because I know I'm craggy, but don't say that about me. Listen to episodes like the physical greetings ones. I am very positive on love. We're teasing you. Yeah, we're mischaracterizing you. It's true. I love love. And I like, just, I like I'm that. just saying that by a thousand, if you just continue to downward spiral, no, I always, I always, when things are love or good, I, I love them. All right, we'll check in with you. At, we'll <laughs> hey, che- Bo, we'll check in with you the- uh, oh. at, at episode thousand, and we'll, I'll bookmark this clip to play back to you. All right, my verdict. <laughs> excuse me on daylight savings time. Listen, it's like, it's beyond use. It's the see. There's two kinds of useless. There's like benign useless and like useless that actually causes harm. I want to say this is the kind of useless that causes harm, but I can't think of any examples other than, you know, it screws up my sleep routine, which I need for work. (laughs) And, you know, as a person that's a night owl, but constantly works jobs that have daytime hours because, hey man, I like to have my evenings and weekends free. Um, if I'm going to work that kind of a job, it actually really messes me up on come Monday morning and for a few days. I really felt it this year. And I was just like, this is just pretty much inconsiderate. Like someone put up a hurdle for me for no reason. And I have yet to hear one person ever say a reason that convinced me that this was a good thing. Like, listen, we save 10 whales a year from extinction because of daylight savings time. I'd be like, okay. You, you know, I, I don't understand where we're saving anything. It is beyond useless. It's frustrating. And and while it's kind of benign, I still think it's ultimately evil. I think this we need to solve problems like this in humanity and supporting useless stuff for no reason. So, um, except a few people are inconvenienced by some 
some light. Just have one system, please. Let me, or have no system. Let's stop using time altogether. Those are the two options I want. We can have chaos. I'm a friend of the chaos. But, but if we're going to have structure, stick to your damn rules. Daylight savings time is bad. It's very, very bad. Bad, bad, bad. Bad daylight savings time. It's it's funny because Crofton gave the bullshit like bullshit like he you know and but it's clearly but, a bad bull like it was a negative yeah bullshit it was a bad he was negging bullshit. he was negging the bullshit but it's a bullshit thing I stand by my my topic I think like you know for those of you scoring at home Bo Schwartz prostitution good daylight savings time <laughs> bad. Uh, I just think I think ba- bad is is uh, I like using it when it, there's really a negative thing. This is even in your own verdicts, you said it's fairly innocuous, or at least Mike did. No, no, so, I said I, I I stand by my verdict. It's bad. Okay, okay, we don't need to rehab. We all heard the verdict. I know, I'm just saying you guys are put, pointing to me. This is a stereotypical bullshit I verdict I for me. Like, I understood. I understood what you meant by it because it isn't. No one's dying. No Listen, listeners, okay. if you want to tell us who who is who is right here, and if you think it's good, don't even bother writing in. But if you think <laughs> it's either bad or bullshit, please do let us know which one is right. Goodbadbull at gmail.com is the email address. You can send us any sort of mail, fan mail, crafted fan mail, whatever. We're cool with that. Also, um, we would invite you, if you're not already subscribed, to subscribe. You can do it on iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, whatever, wherever fine podcasts are sold. You can find a, the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast. Goodbadbull.com is the website. Please go there. Check out all our stuff. And if you're feeling real generous, uh, we love our patrons here, or patrons here on uh, GBB. You can go to patreon.com slash goodbadbull and contribute um to our our future success we'll Mm. always be free but we appreciate uh any donations you want to throw our way always always nice so um we're also individuals of individual natures and you can uh, follow us on our uh, respective social media channels there's at good bad bull if you just want to follow the whole podcast but you can follow bo rufus schwartz online Bo, where where can they reach you all right you can find uh, all that i'm up to on twitter at bo schwartz that's the best place for it and uh give me a follow and you can find out about the new good bad or bullshit episodes or core or any other place that happen to be popping up all right and uh ted theodore logan from out west where can people find you uh they can find me at ml hodgins dude Follow okay. me there, man. <laughs> uh, I, I don't even know if that was a joke on being out west or being Ted Theodore Logan. Both they kind of it's it's a, maybe it's a double maybe it's yeah, a double joke. It is, follow, it is a style out here. And you can follow me at Croft and Steers on Twitter. Mm. I you know I know we we have different views, especially Mike on the lighter topics on the show, but I quite enjoy them. I find that they're palette cleansers from some of the more weighty material that we often find ourselves digging through yeah i mean but this is an important topic actually i know you called it i know you called it a light topic but it actually really pisses me off it's like what it, it, it does really, a lot it really of upsets and... me this is i feel like this is a serious issue except even for us like 
it's is it not though? that serious, but but it's a problem. And look, let me tell you, I'm going to tell you guys a little story. My dad tried to teach me Uh-oh. a lesson one time, all right? This is the father lesson one time. He was mad at me, and he was yelling at me, and he was berating me about something. I don't remember what. And I had that reaction of, I'm frozen in place. You know what I mean? Someone's yelling at you, berating you, and I'm not moving. I don't want to do anything wrong. I don't want to piss him off further. I'm getting lectured. Here we go. And then suddenly, he takes a jar. I think it was a jar of mustard, and he whips it onto the ground. And he's like, and he's like, so you're not getting the lesson, right? And I was like, what? He's like, pick it up. And I was like, still scared for my life. And I didn't move. And he's like, it's common sense. You pick up the mustard. You pick up the mustard. If something falls, you pick it up. And to this day, if something falls on the ground, I pick it up. Or I do this. And this is like, a th- and it's not really a lesson. It's more just, it was a dumb thing. Like, it had no context. And this is daylight savings time. This is this is all it is is it's 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 something it's been forced upon us by forces outside of our control and and the mustard story that's what that's about. <laughs> so I'm still if, trying to understand exactly <laughs> what he's trying to teach. This. So if I'm following that's in this context, point. daylight savings time is a broken jar of mustard. It's is not broken. Right? It wasn't broken. He was berating me for not using common sense. So he threw. A, thing of mustard and look if you drop something in your house croft and chances are you're going to pick it up because it's common sense you don't want your little ones to choke on it you but don't did slip the mustard on it. break no but he ch- like it didn't break but he i mean i remember making a loud sound so maybe if it would have broken like that's you know that get angry right so it might have broke but it didn't and the lesson continued <laughs> uninterrupted by a broken jar you need to stop worrying but, but about should, the broken but jar what I don't understand shouldn't he have picked up the mustard because he dropped it <laughs> well like, but like, he I'd was, be like if he, he if was you patronizing me it up, like he was just being a jerk he was patronizing me and trying to teach me a lesson but it was just an ineffective you know when you're already yelling and berating at someone and they're in, clearly in fear of you the best you know people don't you stop moving you listen you try not to screw up but he wanted me to think for myself so he didn't want to tell me to pick it up he wanted me to just pick it up of my own volition the problem is i'm in the middle of being berated there's a problem with the lesson and that's what i'm saying is there is a problem <laughs> with daylight savings time this is how <laughs> that's, uh, okay that's why he's rufus folks he speaks in riddles he come on it, it makes sense I, I feel like i'm making sense why are you guys not getting it, it yeah it makes sense daylight savings time is like falling mustard just um, pick it up <laughs> must have found a spot in that mustard spiel to end this oh you missed the <laughs> perfect spot for a pun you could have said instead of mustard you could have said mustard well, we mustard found a perfect spot to end this <laughs> oh my god well there's your post-credit cap 
Are you a fan of the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast? Consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com. For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.